Mm-hmm. Okay, welcome to Beaver Does Movies. My name is James Beaver. I am here today with Stefan. Stefan. Hey, how are you doing today? But good. 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 Thanks for having me on, man. No problem, man. No problem. Um, we watched Hulk Hogan's uh, epic. <laughs> it holds bar. Is that a good term for the movie? Epic movie? Not really. No, it's kind of a. I think he uh, had like eighty-five percent of the uh, writing for this movie. Because he's like, he does it for the kids. Every a bit of advice is like, you're right, man. You're right. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, for people that don't know, did you maybe want to introduce yourself? Yeah. So, my name is Stefan Richard. I'm the host of the Ever Sick podcast, which is my podcast. I host the APTN, the Aboriginal People's Television Network podcast called Digital Drum. It's a music podcast. And I'm the afternoon host currently on uh, NCIFM, which is Terrestrial Radio Station in Manitoba. And uh, how long have you been involved in podcasting? Podcasting about two and a half years. It started at the end of 2015, so now it's uh, the middle of 2018, so I don't know, math on that. Coming up on three years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And how did you get interested in podcasting? I think like my go-to podcast for a long time was Cole Cabana, because like the wrestling connection, right? wrestling, yes. Yeah, and then after that, I kind of branched out into... Comedy podcasts like Joe Rogan and Joey Diaz and Burt Kreischer. The Death Squad. Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. So I, those I know guys. of them. Yeah. Um, so my interest in podcasting was uh, I originally started listening to Opie and Anthony. And then right. I heard of, oh, I have a podcast. So you had Ari Shafir. Yeah. And then, I, you know, Jim Jeffries and people uh-huh. like that. They had their own podcast and I started listening more and more. And it started like evolving to different people. Yeah, it always does. Hey, yeah, like it you, does. as soon as somebody comes on one person's podcast, you listen to theirs, and then you listen to theirs for yeah. a while, and it's just like this whole pinball uh, machine. I, I was subscribed to the uh, Anthony uh, Anthony Cumia network. Uh, okay. Yeah, he had his, when he got fired for right. Yeah, no, black woman. Yeah. Oh no, he was taking pictures, and then he ranted on Twitter. Yeah, I, he was doing something, but I remember he got fired, yeah, yeah. and then it was Opie and Jim. Yeah, and now and it's Sam and Jim. Cumia did his own uh, network. And then I got introduced to that, and then they introduced a, a group called the Legion of Skanks. Yes, and they do. They were a really good podcast. Yeah, I'm and not familiar with their podcast. I know of it, but I've never listened. They, to it. They're really funny. Yeah. Really, they had New Jack on an episode. Oh, no, man. two episodes. How did that happen? <laughs> he just they were big because like one of them was from Philly, so they would often go to the mm. ECW, and they just invite him on, and he was cool. He gave one of them a clothesline and everything. Oh Jesus Christ. So, yeah, I don't was, think I would ever close on anybody on my it podcast. Was but sure. Um, <coughs> yeah, definitely check it out. Yeah, here's me plugging over podcasts on my podcast. Yeah, I guess I should preface like this whole episode saying that I used to be a pro wrestler too for a very long time. And me too. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, that was that, actually our uh, connection and how we know each other. Yeah, for yeah, wrestling. Yeah. Uh, I was originally trained in England. and I moved over to Canada. Can I ask you who trained you in England? Uh, I had two trainers. Okay. A guy named Sticks. I know stakes, yeah. 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 And then an uh, old school guy called Keith Myatt. Mm. Uh, he did the old World of Sport days, like Rollable Rocker yeah. and stuff like <laughs> That's that. That's so cool. So I had training there and such. And then I was like, couldn't really work in England anymore. Like, it was very hard for me to find a job with my qualifications. And I had a option to move to Canada. So I decided to come over. Did you have family here or something? Uh, my dad lives here. Okay. My dad's in the military. Okay, is he a Canadian military or British military? Canadian. Oh. Uh, he came over here, became a citizen, and joined the military at, Whoa. Fo- at 48. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. So, and he's still in there right now. That's very cool. So, um, yeah, so I've been here for 10 years in September. Dang, dude. Yeah. That's really um, cool. Uh, I even took the test and everything. Oh, did you? Yeah. How did it. You did? Oh, congratulations, Yeah. Man. Two years too late, but it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so um, that's probably a good enough talk for the first half. Um, yeah. We will start discussing... Let's get the movie stuff started. Yeah, uh, epic Zeus versus uh, Rip, a.k.a. Hulk Hogan. A.k.a. Battle. Yeah, a.k.a. Yeah. Epic movie. Yes. We'll be right back. And we are back, and we are now going to discuss the 1989 action film, No Holds Barred. Are you, were you, when you saw it in, like, video stores or video rental, did you own it or did you rent it? I rented it. Yeah, did, when you saw it, were you really disappointed that it wasn't a wrestling event? I knew of it. I knew it was a wrestling movie. Okay. You know, because um, in England, we get all the pay-per-views for free. because. What? 
Because uh, in England, the, the time difference is six hours ahead. Yeah. So it'd be like 2 a.m. Yeah. So they for a while, they gave for free. So I watched all the WrestleManias and stuff like that for free. Well, granted, I had to like stay up. Yeah. To like 2, your, 3 a.m. Your parents were okay with that? Uh, they said, just go sleep for four hours during the day <laughs> and then wake up. They, they uh, helped my fandom and stuff like okay. that. So, um, yeah, I... A lot of these movies that are in this podcast are movies I've seen from a local video store. Yeah. Um, oftentimes, it's movies where when you... You know those movies that have the cool cover? And then you see them and you're like, I want to watch that. And you, either you never did or you forgot that you did. That is what this is all about. Okay. I got you. Uh, yeah, I remember this... Um, I remember this movie initially because uh, they brought out a bunch of trading cards for it. And they would, you know, the old school WWE, well, WWF at the time, yeah. uh, trading cards and have pictures from the thing. I was like, what is this? What is this? And then I found the VHS. Like, I think it was like 92. Okay. So, so it's it, a few years on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then, um, yeah. So uh, we're going to start. So the movie starts off with a, uh, an event. And I'm really surprised they never. Why didn't they just call Rip Hulk Hogan? Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe because of the, like the licensing fees on something. Maybe, but like they use all everything else. WWE have to use Jesse Ventura. They use Mean Gene Oakland, Howard Finkel, the WWE ring, and everything like that. So yeah. I want maybe it might have been an issue with uh, Marvel at the time because they had the Incredible been. Hulk. Um, so yeah, it's pretty much Rip is just a blue Hulk Hogan. <laughs> You know, yeah. apart, you know, and he just has like a different hand sign, which, you know. Rip him. Yes. Which is like the hang loose. It's like. Thumb and pinky. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, he's um, walked out to the ring with his brother, Randy, mm. who I didn't realize until I watched this movie. I've seen him in a lot of other stuff. I'd never seen him in anything. Um, he was in Dexter. I don't know if you've seen Dexter. Yeah, I've seen a few. A few um, episodes, yeah. His Dexter's girlfriend's abusive ex-husband he was okay. in he was in lost uh as jacob the big mysterious godlike character maybe maybe it's because he's like so young yeah he's very young in this yeah but i i know it's that face anyway oh. uh yeah so i was surprised to see him because i was thought well, it was just some 80s actor that kind of probably dead dead in a hotel somewhere <laughs> but, you know after realizing he's just starting no, yeah, in like no 1991 yeah just like nah i'm good i was randy who's randy fuck off <laughs> uh so yeah um so we have a main event yep and the main event is um hulk aka rip, rip versus Thomas, yeah. uh jake bullet who we know as uh demolition act Yes, uh, or Mass Superstar, or whatever yes. they call him. Bill Eadie. Bill Eadie, yeah. And then, uh, so, you know, he, he wins. Hulk Hogan wins. Spoiler. Yeah. And then... I, I don't think the movie would start off with Jake Bullet winning the title. That would, that would have been a hero <laughs> if they went, like, the full Rocky route. <laughs> with uh, Demolition Axe being the uh, Club of Lang of the movie. Yeah, that would have been That would have been amazing. Um, and then, after that... We go to a run, you know, a different place, and that is a novel network. And I have a theory on this. I think the villain, um, Brel, is it? Brel, yeah. Brel, yeah. I think uh, Vince McMahon wrote that as Ted Turner. You think so? I think so. I remember hearing something about that. I remember like maybe a Bruce Pritchard or yeah. something saying that the villain in that movie was based on someone. And it, it, it seems like Ted Turner, just yeah. because eventually what happens. Because that was like 80... If they would have been filming that in 88, because it came out yeah. in 89, it probably would have been the same time that it was, like, it Ted was, Turner turned around. Yeah. Probably Ted... Vince was probably writing the script, mm. and then he gets the call from Ted going, I'm in the wrestlers in business, like, oh, I'll fucking show you. <laughs> You're the villain now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then... Um, I love this actor. Uh, Kurt Fuller. Yeah, he's from Wayne's World too. Yeah, Wayne's yeah. World, uh, Supernatural. He's he's been he's one of those guys that you see mm-hmm. and you know him and you know he's going to be great. Yeah, he's a good character. Yeah, actor. I also love his use of the other uh, term jockass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I counted four in this entire movie <laughs> and it was way too. It wasn't enough. 
as a kid, I remember seeing him in other things yeah. and hating him because of No Holds Barred. Yeah, he has that. He like, has that face. Though. The dark circles around his yeah. eyes. Oh, yeah, he just still pisses me. He's off. a schmuck. He's probably like this great humanitarian, but you still remember <laughs> yeah. him from No Holds Barred. He's probably the nicest man ever. Yeah. So um, <laughs> eventually, um, he tries to buy out Rip. The, he brings him in, and I noticed his meeting attire. Rip's meeting attire. It's basically spandex, and then he has edgy teenager gloves with the lace on it. Yes. And I'm like, you the, can, I guess he can pull it off. He dressed like Brutus Beefcake. He did. Yeah. It was very... It I, was, I was actually checking for a wardrobe Ed Leslie after the, <laughs> the credits, but unfortunately it was somebody else. Uh, well. But... And so basically he tries to get him to buy and then eventually goes in and basically million dollar man stuffs the check down his throat. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, and then we get to the first, well, the second action scene in the movie where um, he's basically in a limousine and he's like, hey, you're going the wrong way. And I'm starting to notice that Hulk Hogan has not evolved as an actor. No, he's terrible. He overacts. He is. Very, he is. Like really obviously. And you already reminds me of the Dungeon of Doom scene. Yeah, with, with uh, this floor, it's not hot and stuff like that. Yeah, it's really exactly the same. Real odd. Yeah, yeah. And so he's um, basically panicking because, because hey, that's not the right way. It's like just sit back and relax. But apparently, it's a trap anyway. <laughs> so um, they trap him up, and then it's a couple of dudes with like I saw a brick and mm. like, a rod, and then he basically powers out the top. He, uh, he jumps through the glass, uh, like, roof. Yeah. Like, the retractable window but on a limo. But the whole roof explodes. Does it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just the glass. What the hell? Yeah. And then... Um, he, like, shoots out of the top, which is, like, physically, humanly impossible. Yeah. Well, the fact that he couldn't kick open the doors. Oh, yeah, On the right. side. He was trying to kick one. He was just denting them. But then he couldn't manage to, like... Why didn't he just jump through the door? Because the door would have gave way much yeah. easier. So, um... <laughs> So, uh, and then the fight music in itself is like this very cheesy fight music. I'm like, what? Yeah, I think it was a Jimmy Hart song or something. It probably was. Like, yeah. eat, eat your heart out or something. Yeah. And then, um, so I know, it, basically, when it comes to work rate in this uh, fight scene, I saw a gorilla slam. I yep. saw him hulk up. And then I saw, it started off as a body slam where he was bashing him against there, and then he just kind of threw him over the roof. It, and mind you, this is all taking place like very 1980s, underneath yeah. underneath like a bridge, and there's like gravel yeah. piles and yes. stuff, and it's like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, he's just basically doing wrestling moves and stuff <laughs> like that. And then um, he finally gets to the limo driver, and he visibly shits himself <laughs> while replying... And like Hulk Hogan is hamming the shit. He's like a feral dog. Yeah. He's just sniffing everywhere. Yeah. And he's like, what's that smell? And he's like, dookie. dookie. But not even, not even like, <laughs> just dookie. He's like, dookie. <laughs> I remember that. That's probably oh. the most memorable yeah. moment of the entire movie. It is. Well, we've got, there's another moment coming up. Um, and then after that, he meets uh, the love interest, Sam. Yeah. And this was very disturbing to me. Because as soon as Hulk Hogan sees, sees her, he's like, chest. Yeah. He looks right at her chest. This movie has not aged well. Oh, not at all. No. Like he's, and then the entire meeting, he's just eye-fucking her. He's just like, I'm going to bend that bitch over. I'm gonna <laughs> Guarantee you that's what What you going to do when this Hulk, you know, <laughs> this rips still. You know. And she's, so apparently she's a spy for uh, Burrell. Yeah, World Television Network. Yeah, yeah. Or, or TNN. Oh, yeah. Wink. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> Turn of broadcasting. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so he's apparently super charming that he can take her out to the French restaurant, even though the fact that he's just staring at her creepily the entire meeting. I remember sitting there watching Hulk be dressed the way he was. Yeah. Because he's in a suit, right? In, in the... Uh, in the restaurant? A nice suit. It's like yeah. pure white. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking like... How odd is this? Because like I was thinking he would show up just like he did for the business meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah like just showy and holes cut in his pants. Well, and maybe stuff. maybe he wore 
well, that because he didn't give a shit about the network. Because apparently his word is his bond. Yeah. You know, if he says it, he's going <laughs> to do it. You know, like the, like the true Hulk Hogan. Of course. Yeah. You know, yeah. he, he never backstabs anybody. Never. To get a, you know, he doesn't show his creative control. No. He doesn't even, even know though, what that means. No, even though the whole movie is yeah. like a Hulk Hogan infomercial. It pretty much is. Yeah. Look how great he is. And then um, we start to notice a obnoxious French waiter. Just being a complete dick. What was the French waiter's name? Did he have a name? Uh, I just, I didn't even bother to remember. It was just French waiter. French waiter number one. Yeah, there we go. Played by Ed Leslie. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. <laughs> and he somehow managed to gimmick it so that he brings out his fucking shears and stuff like that. Yeah, he starts cutting the steak for him. Yeah. Like his big <laughs> but then... Um, Everyone in the restaurant but the French waiter are, are marking out for for Rip. Yeah. They're like, holy shit, it's Rip. It's Rip Thomas. Yeah. And then he, he talks to the waiter and Hulk actually speaks French. Right. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Cause this is like the part, I don't want to say where I fell asleep, but I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's no Hulk's bod. It's, you know. Yeah, I do remember that. He, fought, he speaks French and then... Is like, is like commended as the greatest humanitarian in the world for, yeah, yeah, for like yeah, speaking yeah. the people's language. Yeah, you know, it's this entire movie is a ninety-minute ball wash for Hulk Hogan. <laughs> ball wash. <laughs> it pretty much is. It is really. Yeah. So what we're really doing is trying to sell you on the greatness of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fun movie, but just knowing what we know and what we've read. Yeah. You know and what Hulk Hogan has done in the past, the present, and the future. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. He, um, yeah, he did have a very fancy suit. I was surprised he didn't have a bandana. He actually just had plain nothing on top. So... It's, wasn't there a rule that they couldn't show the top of his head? Yeah, so he was kind yeah. of like... He was like, eye level. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like a Dutch angle angled down at the bottom of his chin kind of yeah yeah they didn't want to like show the top of his head and make yeah. him look old Ugh, God damn bless it. his heart bless his heart terry Bollea. so um the network decides to go to the indies mm-hmm. Th- that's pretty much they go to a random shit bar which looks like it's from roadhouse it, yeah i think this one is even dirtier than roadhouse oh yeah yeah and then the waitress like you know calls him gay and told him to go across the street <laughs> This movie does not age no, well not at, at all. all. <laughs> it's racist, it's homophobic. Yeah, he's staring at her tits. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they start to watch two dudes fight each other. Uh, I didn't recognize any of them. I mean, one of them was Gene LeDuc, actually. Was it really? Yeah. Hmm. Like the bald-headed guy was uh, Gene LeDuc. Okay, I'm looking at the credits. I'm looking at the IMDb. Okay. No problem. I will keep talking. So uh, <laughs> they're fighting, and then in the background is one Sir Stan Hansen. Yes. And to me, Stan steals the show. Yes, he does. He does because he jumps up and he's full of toilet paper out of the toilet. Yeah. No, no. This was way before. He's cheering on the fight. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and he's, he's just laughing. Like, he's screaming. He's enjoying right. himself. <laughs> yeah, just going nuts. He, he has a bowl cut. Yeah, you know he's got the char and the sweatpants. Just screaming, he's basically got like a, a tank top that's up to his nipples. He's got the Terry Gordy tank top. Yeah, there yeah. you go, there yeah. you go. And then he jumps in and beats the shit out of I think, you know, the winner, and basically celebrates with a keg, which he basically stabs and then drinks it for himself. Uh, side note: Stan Hansen is credited at, credited as Neanderthal. That was yes, that's his name in the movie. Yeah. I don't think he ever has a name name, but, but you know, that's just what he's I think they just credited. gave some people names. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Stan Hansen, uh, his sister is the one that called him gay and told him to leave. Yes. The weird looking waitress. With the, with the, the fucked yeah, up yeah. teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, so anyway, the uh, Ted Turner is pretty much in love with this. He's like, this is what I, this is what I want. You know, I need, I need this for my network. Because basically they want to beat Rip. Any 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 way they want, yes. And so this is perfect, you know, like bare knuckle, dirty, you know. And then um, he brings two executives with him. One looks like Scott Thompson from Kids in the Hall, 
Um, and then there's another Weasley looking guy I've seen a lot of things too yeah I recognize that guy yeah from a lot of things and then yeah. so them two are pissing and they're just shitting on everybody in that mm. bar mm. and then as you mentioned before Stan Hansen roll of toilet paper comes out yeah gives him a hug yeah and then basically friends to beat the shit out of him then takes a look at their dicks last his head off because they have apparently tiny tiny penises <laughs> and then walks off what is the word he uses he uses uh i think it's tiny peckers yeah tiny peckers yeah. or tiny peters or something yeah I, i've that sounds yeah, yeah. tiny peter yeah when he, oh. walks away. he should have been the villain of the movie <laughs> he should have been he should have you know you got like rip who's like this perfect guy and then you got this guy who's just fighting people in bars drinking and making fun of people for tiny dicks what the crazy part is is like he's in the movie and he's featured a lot but yeah. he wasn't even working for the WWF no no which is so strange although apparently around that time they were kind of eyeballing him to come in to, to wrestle right. Hogan so maybe they offered him a movie role yeah to kind of sweeten the pot sweeten the deal yeah yeah um, and then um, so he's like it's perfect and then he decides to hold the uh, battle of the tough guys yes which to me is Basically, early UFC, like you know, bunch of dudes, big, big bellies, no rules, drunk. Yeah, drunk. I, I think th- this is like, uh, because like around this time, tough man contests were probably yeah. pretty big. So I think this is probably played off the tough man, and then eventually into yeah. evolved into the UFC. But I, 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 me knowing what I know now, I mm. see a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, like parallel. the UFC parallel, yeah, yeah. And then basically, the it's a hundred thousand dollar challenge. And it's uh, and you see him announce on TV and truckers hear of it and just random big dudes. I I, I didn't recognize any of the dudes. There was uh, was it Jeep Swenson that was like holding the giant truck wrench? Uh, yeah, he's he's later on. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, he, spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> so um, they have the big contest and Stan Hansen is pretty much cleaning house. Yes, he's he's you know. Murdering everybody. I am disappointed there was no lariats. Yeah, in, in me this too. Movie. Me too. It should have just been that one nice one before. Just one. Like, yeah. he should have just won a fight where, like, some dude who thought he was awesome and he just lariated one guy and that's, that's it. And then he stands proud before. Yeah. And then Zeus comes. Yeah. And how he enters is amazing. Yeah, he kicks. He kicks a, down a steel door. Yeah. And you just see this Hulk of a man and then. You actually see him and it kind of diminishes it because he has like a prism uniform on. He has Is there smoke when yes. behind him? Yes. It's, it's a proper WWE entrance. Mm-hmm. He comes out and then you see him and he has a unibrow. Yeah. But then he has a band-aid on one side. Yeah. And then he's cross-eyed and they spend like five seconds on his cross-eyed face. Yeah. And uh, as this is happening, Rip is watching watching going on just seeing what's the challenge and stuff like that completely overacting oh yeah yeah and and then randy's like yeah man you could kill them all you know (laughs) you know just just ball washing him again so uh yeah so rip uh zeus comes in and a woman's like you know hey and he grabs her by the face and lifts her yes yeah and i'm like holy fuck now and we have dumps her in a barrel. We, yeah, we've added uh, domestic violence yep. into the, the fray. <laughs> oh. And then um, so, and uh, Zeus is played by Tiny Lister, who's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah. And, and actually, after this, he did a stint with WWF as the character. Yes. Uh, spoiler alert, he loses. So he, he came to <laughs> Did you Avengers expect Lost. any different? Considering what we've been talking about now. You know, they weren't going to... It's not like nowadays with the Avengers where they lose and then... They, they win in the end. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no, like, split... You know, it's not a split movie. There's no no Hobbs barred Zeus's revenge or something. Yeah, it's not uh, like you lose a battle but you win the war. Kind yeah, of yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Or even, like, Star Wars, like, with Empire Strikes Back. So uh, Zeus comes in and he's uh, he dominates, beats the shit out of everybody in there. Um, and he growls like a motherfucker. Yeah. He's just growling. Um, just cr- screaming and growling, doing not much else. And then apparently, uh, Rip's trainer is his trainer as well. 
and apparently he killed a kid. Yeah. Yeah, he went yes. to prison for killing. He's like, yeah, man, this guy killed a kid. Yeah, what's his name? Charlie? I think Charlie I, the trainer? I, I can't even. Oh, <laughs> it's somebody. Yeah. But yeah, he he has murdered someone. So we've got murder, domestic violence, racism, yeah. sexism. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and more coming on later on. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then eventually we have um, so Zeus wins, mm-hmm. and then Brel is basically, you know, if you ever seen that meme with Vince McMahon on the watching Stacey Keebler dance, yeah, and he's, that's pretty much it. That's exactly what happens. You know, he's like. He's rubbing his hands together. They had to do a above body shot because you could probably see the erection. Yeah, on he's him. probably harder than yeah. a diamond in an ice storm. Pretty much. And, <laughs> and then, um, and then Hulk is like, "Oh, I'm not dealing with that dude. I got my own." Yeah, I've got the WWF, brother. Yeah, and then um, he he decides to take uh, Sam, the chick, to his hometown, and then that's more ball washing. Yes, because. Just some random waitress like, oh man, he's great. I used to be a size nine. This man's amazing. You should get him before I take him and stuff <laughs> like that. And then surprise, surprise, there's a there's a, a robbery. Is that? I don't remember that part. Yeah, you probably fell asleep. Yeah, probably fell. Asleep. <laughs> yeah, um, there's a robbery, and Hulk Hogan Rip decides to uh, break it up with pies. He basically throws food at them. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yes. You know what would've been awesome. Is if they did a, a scene after that where you see Rip going, "Thanks for the, uh, thanks for the Iggy kid," and basically <laughs> two trainee, like two trainees of it. Is it it's like, "Hey, I want to bang this chick. Can you just uh, make yeah. me look good?" Yeah, make me look good, kid. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> so that would be hilarious if they just include like little scenes where Rip's just a piece of shit. Yeah, just, yeah. Like, like real, like real life Hogan. Yeah, just get, <laughs> just doing works to make him look good in front yeah, of people. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and then. When they get there, it turns out that the hotel room only has one bed. Yeah. And she's pissed off. Yeah. She's not having any of it. Yeah. And then she decides to go to the bathroom in a huff, and Hulk Hogan pulls out the the uh, athletic tape. Yes. And I'm like, the fuck is he planning to do? <laughs> yeah, but apparently he decides to do like a... Uh, Put a bed sheet. Bed sheet in like the middle. Like a clothesline, yeah. You know, as... As you know, Hulk Hogan is a gentleman. He would never have sex with someone never, else's wife. Never, on no. tape or anything. No, no. He would have <laughs> someone's uh, sex with someone else's wife and then have uh, racist comments about it. Yeah, afterwards. no, never. No, never no. So um, she she arrives up and she's mad and they sleep on the opposite sides and then she's awakened to uh, what heavy breathing yeah. and a lot of squeaking, bouncing up and down. Yeah. And she's like, the fuck is going on? And yeah. the thing I've noticed is she actually goes to the bottom of the bed. So what I'm thinking is she's looking, for, she's looking to see the little Hulkster. <laughs> because the way, the way she opens it, it's like the bottom of the bed. Usually you just kind of like pop the top up because you don't have to move much because you yeah. don't sleep. Yeah. But no, no, she's like bottom. She wants to see that fucking 24-inch <laughs> python. The big rig. Oh, yeah. Brother. And then it's Hulk Hogan is basically doing push-ups. She sees his feet. She sees his feet first, yeah, and then you see like Hogan in nothing but a g-string. Yeah, he's in like a tiny little thing. Yeah, and he, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it does sound like he's jacking himself. Yeah, off. it's having a wank. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so she goes to sleep, and then he decides to go back to bed, and he crushes the bed. Yes, and she starts like punching him and hitting him. He's like, the bed broke. <laughs> the first time he like seems mad about something yeah, in, this, yeah. in this movie is when the bed broke and the woman's hitting him. Yeah. It's not and, like he was trying to have sex with her. Oh, no, no. It, that's where the other scene would have worked where you see mm. he's not actually doing push-ups. He's actually soaring both sides of the legs. So, that, you know, <laughs> so she'll fall and the land whole, on him. The, bread, the uh, bed is broken gag. Yeah. Yeah. As we know, right? As we've done yeah. numerous times. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, shit. Brick owes, you know, I owe Brick tons of money for that gag. Um, so then um, we decide the um, the network, Ted Turner decides, you know, hey, we need to show our champion off. So basically he, he goes to, uh, it looks like a steel mill kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there's like sparks flying and Spark, shit. You know, and they've got spectators. I'm like, who's paying this insurance? <laughs> People are dying in, in like these fights and everything like that. Yeah, who's paying the insurance? More importantly, who's buying a ticket to go hang out in a steel mill? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it sounds like 
Now, if it was like an underground, like black market kind of thing, that would make sense. Do you remember the movie Gladiator? The first, not Gladiator in the nineties, but Gladiator in the eighties with Cuba Gooding Jr. It's no. like a boxing movie. No, this is that's exactly what it reminded me of. They have like an underground fight club, but it's yeah. in like a warehouse at like two a.m. That's what I thought of when I saw. It this. reminds me of Best of the Best Two. Okay, I've never seen that one. Uh, where um, they have an underground fighting thing, and one mm-hmm. of the main villains is called Bracus. Not the guy from the WWF. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he ends up killing Sean Penn. Okay. And then they have to go back to fight Bracus because they killed their best friend. Right. So, so side note, the real Bracus, like WWF Bracus, yeah, yeah. ate uh, 40 eggs for breakfast every morning. Jesus. The only reason I know this is because there's a wrestler named Chi-Chi Cruz who used to be his roommate in Memphis. Jeez. Yeah, so apparently he had bad gas, but continue. Oh, of course. <laughs> Jesus. So anyway, um, Zeus decides... To uh, defend his championship, I don't. He didn't even have a belt. It's kind of just like you know the title of being yeah. the um, ultimate the, tough guy. Yeah, the ultimate tough guy. Yeah, and then um, so and then he fights the guy, and this guy is Jeep Swanson, a- yes, aka Bane from Batman and Robin, aka the Final Solution, aka the Ultimate Solution. Yes, uh, big dude, very big dude. What's his name? Lug wrench. Uh, yeah. Lug wrench or crank wrench or something? Yeah. As evidenced by the giant wrench. That yeah, the had. big truck wrench. The yeah. giant thing. And then uh, Zeus pretty much kills him. He pretty much murders him in his own workplace. Does he. <laughs> Does like, he actually die? Rebar Lawless? Is that his name? Rebar Lawless or Lug wrench or something? Yeah. Lug yeah. wrench Perkins is Jeep Swenson, according yeah. to IMDb. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so I think everyone that Zeus fought died. Or was immensely crippled. <laughs> yeah, they were definitely on workers' compensation after, yeah. after so, this film. Uh, I think this was a scene where, where uh, Randy was watching, though. Yeah, was Randy was there and Hulk was, a Rip wasn't, right? No, no, because uh, then um, Randy runs away because Zeus starts acting out. And Randy runs into Ted Turner. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, 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 yeah. And then Zeus basically bomb punches him. And then cripples him for life, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it then leads up to you know Hulk Hogan actor actor number two in the hospital, where he's like holding his hand and and he's wearing like a different. It's like the meeting attire, but blue. Yeah, and he has like the edgy. It's like workout gloves, and yeah. workout pants, and with, like the like little ribbons, cowboy boots too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I swear he probably got painted. Wear all that stuff. He probably did. He probably got like uh, Zubas yeah. or something yeah, yeah. to sponsor him. So, um, and then Hulk Hogan's putting on a clinic because he's crying his eyes out. Yeah, acting clinic. Yeah. Um, and then Randy's in there, he opens his eyes and stuff like that. And then we then discover that um, Sam is trying to get Ted Turner to stop because, you know, you tried to make me sleep and I don't want to do that. Yeah. And then he hits her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. And she gets, like, a big bruise. Yeah. I might be mixing events up, but it's pretty much around that time. Yeah. And so now he's like, you hit my woman, you hurt, you know, you crippled my brother, I'm going to fight. You know, that, it's that moment where it's, like, it's going into the third act. And so he accepts the challenge to fight Zeus. So it's Rip versus Zeus. That son of a bitch. And then the production value just ups. Yeah. It, it, goes- it starts off, like, dingy stuff, and now it's, like, this... High glamour with a six sided ring, like it, a, a professional six sided ring. Yeah, it looks like a set of like Wheel of Fortune, for yeah, like eighty nine. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it look it reminds me of the um, Universal Studios when WCW ran it. Right. Yeah. 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 It does. So that that might have been like the little dig too. Oh, we're gonna do go Universal Ted. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you know. Just a bunch man. Of, I never noticed any of this <laughs> stuff oh, yeah. until now. I, I watched it an hour ago, so <laughs> I I, uh, I was just like, oh yeah, and then um. So, Ted Turner has plans. You know, he's going to basically get get Sam, which is the girl, the girl, and basically kidnap her and tell Rip, you better go down in 10 minutes. Yeah. He's going to get him to try to do the job in oh, yeah. wrestling quotes. That's the, terms. that's the only way you can get Hulk Hogan to uh, do the job. You've got to hold a loved one hostage. Yeah. And even then, it's a stretch. <laughs> He's like, I can't do that. I can't. Do this. <sighs> Sorry, brother. Kill the gimmick. That's, that doesn't sound good to me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then um, 
one thing when they do kidnap Sam there's a hilarious bit where Randy is just in his wheelchair and he can't see because he's and yeah, he's like, yeah. And it's like an extreme. Like, What's going on? It's like Bloodsport. Yeah. At the end of Bloodsport, where he's looking around. Yeah. Yeah, but he's just like looking straight forward, and you can't like emote because his neck is broken. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, "What's going on?" And then that's it. So um, yeah, I remember. So Hulk Hogan gets the uh, the message. You know, go down in ten minutes, and then we have the entrances. Uh, Hulk Hogan first, which is surprising. Do they not try to rape Sam? Isn't that what happens? They, oh, that was. Oh, we completely missed that part. Yeah, we sure did. That's all right. That's all right. It's rape. There's a rape that happens. So, so in between, (laughs) as they're getting into uh, accept it, Uh this was after the slap. uh, They try. They uh, basically pretty much try and rape Sam. Yeah, and uh, Hulk Hogan chasing them off in a motorcycle. And there's an actual scene where he's driving his motorcycle, and in the background you can see a guy toss a dog into the lake. Yeah, yeah. That's a very popular GIF online. GIF. Whatever they call it, gif. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah uh, he throws the dog into the lake for some reason. Yeah, it's like the fuck are you doing? I don't know. That's a cool little Easter egg. Oh I yeah, think. and yeah, pretty much like he had a top over and he was trying to rave. But yeah. I think that was like one of the catalysts to get into accept the challenge. Right. So anyway, we were back to the event, and um, Zeus has a pretty cool entrance with a huge like robe. Uh, you know, you know what we is this before or after where. Uh, Zeus is in the mirror. Oh, the lead up, yes. Yeah. Yeah, they, I, I'm streaming away. That's, a, that's okay. That's okay. Because that's what I remember is because um, they did that later in like WCW with Ultimate Warrior. Yes. But yeah. they did the same thing where Zeus is. It's either Zeus or Hogan, and one of them shows up like this image inside of the mirror. It was Zeus. Uh, Hogan went to go confront them after the, At the uh, gym. After the uh, the attempted rape, yes, and they and they're trying to get into sign, like the crippled his brother, and they're trying to get into sign, so they're attacking her, mm-hmm. and then um, then there's a Zeus gym with its giant Z, yeah, on the ring and yeah. on everything and, and the they, bags and, and the they're watching it and stuff like that, and they, they start insulting him and stuff like that again, and he finally accepts the challenge, but as before that, he's just basically punching mirrors because it's pictures of Zeus yeah you see Zeus and all the yeah, and you can hear the uh, execs and Ted Turner laugh and yeah. then he does like a perfect javelin throw into the uh, with like a big barbell yeah right yeah. into the camera and it's like just perfect it's not like just dint the side just <laughs> right in the <laughs> like center lens of the lens like lens on yeah. barbell perfectly yeah which is next to impossible yeah but yeah. this whole movie seems impossible at this it point. pretty much <laughs> is you know no one will go to this length to uh, like hire a wrestler yeah well you know I guess when there's a wrestler and a wrestling company yeah funding the whole budget <laughs> it'd be hilarious if this was true this is how Hulk Hogan went to WCW it probably <laughs> this is probably some yeah he's probably killed a few people oh. and just we don't know about it you know <laughs> so uh yeah so that sets the stage we're in the final thing so uh she's kidnapped um they're all you know Randy's still in a wheelchair the trainer's t- terrified out of his mind because he knows the power of Zeus. Charlie, yeah. Uh, Brell has a giant... Ted Turner has a giant erection because he's going to win. Yes. Uh, and then... So everything's all in place and now we have the match. And this is the most I've ever seen Hulk Hogan sell. <laughs> ever. Like, I've, se- I've even seen, like, his Japanese, like, stuff. Yeah. You know, with his axe bomber and stuff like that. Yeah, and like, especially even... I think he sells more in this movie than he does against Andre the Giant. Yes. At WrestleMania. Yeah. So, um, he's basically selling, you know... Zeus even, like, tears apart the ring and starts choking him. Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah, he's... And the the ring, like... Having spent a lot of time in a wrestling ring, yeah. this ring doesn't look very no. uh, real. But but the, the thing is, um, with the way the Battle of Tough Guys is, it's not taking bumps is a lot more punching and kicking so yeah the ropes. it's more of like a boxing ufc kind of ring yeah it's like it look, the ropes look like they're made of like foam or something yeah. it's very flimsy yeah, very yeah so uh and then the guards watching sam are very into this fight like so much so they're like chuck him some more chuck him some more <laughs> just like scream they're, they're on the verge of screaming yell daddy or something like that they were like so into it and then um Basically, Sam decides to book it. Like, she can't take it anymore. Yeah, she's done. 
and then she managed to run downstairs, escape, but then they managed to catch her, and then the big run-in from the trainer, and, you know, he gets in, like, a fire ex- extinguisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then as this is happening, Rip is looking at his brother Randy, and he can see his... His finger move. Yeah. Yeah. So just... it kind of, like, bumps him up. Yeah. And then, um, so that, the fight continues, and then eventually, uh, <laughs> Zeus, uh... We finally get the Hulk Hogan comeback. Yeah. Which is a lot of punching, a lot of kicking. A lot of, like, staring at the crowd and yeah. breathing heavy. And then it becomes late 90s Hulk Hogan where they're brawling through the crowd. And then they're all, they're all over the place on the top. And then finally, he gives him one big punch and throws him off, off of the catwalk into the ring and does a huge dent. Yeah, the ring, like, caves in. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, to know that Zeus is dead, he's bleeding. Yeah, he's got a little blood of his mouth. Yeah, yeah. Like, his internal organs are completely destroyed. Yeah. And then Ted Turner has been freaking out this entire time, and he's actually destroyed the pay-per-view feed. Because yeah. Because he's been ripping things up. Yeah, because he... And yeah. then he pretty much challenges Hulk Hogan to a fight, but then he backs up and electrocutes himself. Yeah, and he kills himself. He's dead. He's dead. He dies in the movie. Two men are dead. I think a lot more men are dead than two, but two are, like, confirmed dead. Confirmed dead... And it was potentially on pay-per-view. So Hulk Hogan took, killed two men live on TV in front of a crowd. And everybody and their mother cheered. <laughs> and then to end the movie, he walks up to uh, Randy, picks him up. And then it goes to a random shot of him just doing the uh, thing. The rip him. The rip him. And yeah. then it's credits. That's so, oh, that's such a weird ending. I don't yeah. like that ending. Yeah. I, I feel like... I've noticed that's a, a very 90s thing to do, though. Yeah, very late 80s, early 90s. It's always a still frame or it's them walking off. Like end of the breakfast club? Yeah. Yeah, where the guy fist pumps? Yeah, or yeah. like they, they've just done the thing and they just cut it there. They don't have like, what happened to the characters afterwards? You know, did he go to jail? Yeah. It's always just... Eh. I would have liked the Goodwill Hunting ending yeah. more so than the the uh, like the like 80s good guy ending. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or it ends with... Uh, Zeus getting up and then it's the wrestler ending with Hulk Hogan doing a leg drop and then it just cuts to black. <laughs> I don't as know how I feel as about as this. As he's having a clear stroke or something. <laughs> is this like Vince McMahon trying to essentially say that Ted Turner should go and die? Pretty much. Okay. And That's kind of what I thought. Ted Turner should die and whoever's your main star should be thrown off and be killed in the ring. Right. Which like um, foreshadows like 2000 WWE booking on how they literally kill somebody in a movie and then they bring them back yeah. onto TV not that long after. No. How long was the separation? Did you find that out between like the separation of how long the movie was until Zeus shows up on TV? I will find out now. Yeah, let's find that out because I'm very curious to see how consistent their Zeus, booking was. I know it was at SummerSlam, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was SummerSlam 89. So the movie came out probably a little earlier. Let's see. Let's see where it came out. Comes out June second, eighty nine, according to IMDb. And then the the event SummerSlam, yeah, comes was August. August, so he's got eight weeks. He had eight weeks to survive to sell his injury. Yeah, that I guess that's a reasonable. That's not too bad. It's at least it wasn't like two weeks. Yeah, the one thing I was glad about that this was a ninety minute movie. Yes. Yeah. If it was a one twenty, like yeah, twenty minutes, no. And what I've just read now, uh, Jim Johnston did the music for this. That doesn't surprise me. And and that's sad because I do like a lot of Jim Johnston music, but I I barely remember this movie's music. There was a lot of... um, I know there was like a lot of sax in the theme music. And that was like a... a, That was a trope of the 90s anyway. It's, you know, you need more sax. Yeah, if you watch any of the late 80s pay-per-views, it's a lot of saxophone and a lot of synth. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, so that was no old bard. I, w- I would say watch it, just because it's pretty outrageous. What would you give it out of 10? <sighs> I'll give it a 6. But as a wrestling fan, it's yeah a 6. 6 with nostalgia, yeah. maybe a 2 or a 3 if I was just oh, a f- like a regular person. If you're a regular Joe <laughs> and you watch this, you're like, the fuck is this? <laughs> what the fuck happened? Who is this giant hot dog man with a Fu Manchu beard? <laughs> Oh, so, okay, here, so get this. So, a little follow-up on the, the actual uh, event. So, the movie comes out June 2nd, 89. No yep. Holds Barred, the match, happens December 
twenty seventh. Oh, eighty nine. I know they had a uh, like a tag match. Yeah, with uh, Randy and someone on Hawkside. I can't remember. I th- Brutus. Brutus. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yes. So yeah, it was uh, Hogan and Brutus against Zeus and Randy Savage. Yeah. So they do that at the SummerSlam. Yeah. And then the actual no holds barred movie pay per view. Yeah. Com- combination. It's a steel cage match with the same guys. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hulk Hogan. And then eventually they bring him back uh, as Z Gangster for WCW. Yes. To c- kind of continue the storyline. Yeah. I wonder if Ted Turner's like, want to write a movie about me? I'm going to hire all you guys now, <laughs> including Zeus. Yeah, including the actual movie villain. Yeah. Like, he will literally be my hitman now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, uh, yeah. So, watch it if you can. Yeah. Um, if you like. Do do F at the time, like the eighty nine you want to see see Hulk Hogan do his thing. This is a perfect movie. Yeah. Um not the best wrestler movie. No. No. Not by far. Yeah. Not the best movie starring a wrestler either. There's a there's a couple of top ones. They live is good. Yeah. That's number one. Uh yeah. So we'll Jumanji with the rock. Oh. Did you watch that Jumanji? I, I, I initially wanted to hate it. I wanted to hate it too. But then I watched it and I'm like, holy shit, this is actually pretty fun. Yeah. I like the idea that it's still a board game, but it's just evolved just to get people for the times. It's just yeah. evolved with the times. I took my son and my son really liked it. And I think just because I'm on like, I was seeing it as my son's yeah. dad with him and he enjoyed it. I was yeah. just like, yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess it was all right. I, uh, what was it? I, 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 when I saw the trailer, I was like, fuck this, fuck this, <laughs> fuck this, fuck this. But the original Jumanji's not that good anyway. No, it's actually terrifying. Yeah. It's not that good, but then it's just surprising and how this one managed to improve on it. And Yeah, it was fun to watch. Yes. Yeah, much yeah. like No Holds Barred was fun <laughs> yes. if you were high on cocaine in 1989. Anyway, so we shall take a quick water break, and yeah, then we will be right back. And we are back. So, um, yeah, so that was a, a fun movie. Um have you seen any current movies recently? Or mm, I think the most recent one I did see in theaters was the um, Infinity War. Okay. Yeah. I actually just watched uh, Solo yesterday. Oh. Yeah. I had a conversation with my... I, my cousin's a big movie guy. So he had taken me to go see Infinity War. And then um, we were talking about going to see... I've never... Okay, I'm going to disclose something. I'm going to make a big disclosure on your okay, podcast. Okay, okay. I have never seen any of the Star Wars movies. No way. None of them. Oh, I've geez. never seen one of them. I've never seen like the originals, the prequels, the... The current ones. No, nothing. Yeah. Not one of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's very interesting. I'm sure people are like turning yeah. off like, how dare you? There's some people that just have their own, you know... Me, I'm more of like a multifaceted person. I'm into, I have my fingers in so many different pies. Like yeah, yeah. Comedy, wrestling, sports, and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And there's some people that just focus on one aspect. And so with me, like I watched Solo yesterday. I enjoyed it. Uh-huh. Uh, I went to Grant Park, the the new one with the recliner seats. Oh, I haven't been there yet. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um, I enjoyed it. I just felt they were doing too much. Um, they were trying to... Oh, remember this? This is how mm. they do it. You know, it's like, hey, this is important later on in the movie. Should you go watch the other movies later on? It was just too much of that. I feel like that's what happens with, like, TV reboots. Yes. Is they do, like, too many callbacks, and it kind of just, like, you're, yeah. like, at the end, you're, like, that was fun, but, you know. Yeah. They, they, they don't, like, carry on. They just go, yeah. 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 Here's yeah. what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <coughs> yeah. It was okay. Uh, I enjoyed Infinity War. Yeah. I uh, really like that. I'm looking forward to what they're doing next. Uh, apparently, this might be the the end for the OG Avengers. That's what I keep hearing and yeah. reading. Yeah. And uh, originally, because my cousin, his name's Joe. He's been on my podcast a bunch okay. of times. But, um, so like Joe told me, he's like, there's only one Avengers Infinity War. They're not doing two parts. Which yeah. was apparently what the rumor was. Yeah. And then at the end... He didn't like do his homework and realize that they're doing it into two. Yeah. So he saw the end of like when Thanos has whatever does his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Then at the end, he's like, "How fucking dare they do anything like that?" I really like that ending. I did too. It took balls, and you know what they should have done? They should have had no after credit sequence. Yeah. It should have been <laughs> that shit. Yeah. And end. 
Yeah, you it's, know, it's like a good wrestling angle. It sh- it, it should have been like that. <laughs> they actually did something similar in wrestling for uh, Shakara. Did they? Yeah, they actually shut down the company. Oh, for I it. remember that. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was perfect. It was just the combat execution was poorly done. Uh-huh. I feel, but it it was ballsy to try that. I like yeah. when they try. It. I always like out of the box when you see an actor do out of the box ideas. You know, like when um, Robin Williams did serious roles like a serial killer and stuff like that. One hour photo. Yes. Yeah. Or uh, he did another one called um, Insomnia. I think I didn't see that one. Uh, it was him and Robert De Niro. <clears throat> no, I didn't yeah. see that one. Um, you know, or uh, Jim Carrey when he started doing his serious stuff like Truman Show. And or was it number thirteen or twenty three or something like that? That's not a good movie though. No, <laughs> oh. I know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And the, uh, Man on the Moon. Yeah, that was good. That was. Have you seen the documentary? Fuck yeah, it was so good. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. Jerry Lola was very upset at that time. Did you Did you hear though that um, Jim Carrey sent a letter? To Jay Lawler, I guess, like within the last little while, about yeah. like I'm really sorry, yeah. I shouldn't have been that way, but yeah. like I hope you understand that I was just trying to like channel Kaufman. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I heard about that. Yeah, but yeah. still, though, it's like you're a complete dick, and that's not how my friend was. That like you're, yeah, 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 Emily, yeah. and yeah. So it was, it was interesting. It was a very you know interesting documentary and how he went too deep. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I thought it was really cool though that like. Um, they had the camera rolling consistently through through production. Yeah. Instead of just like the movie, they followed him everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. That that and that's what made it amazing. I thought it was really fucked up how they brought uh, Andy's family. Yes, I was like, that's. Really and then weird. he was being a prick to them, and they're like, that, that's not how Sonny yeah. died. Yeah, you know. I actually did. A, you, you ever heard the theory that he faked his death? Yeah. Yeah. That would have been the perfect time to reveal it, <laughs> yeah. where you see Jim Carrey, and then next to him is Andy Kaufman. I thought that would have been cool. And yeah. anytime there's an artist who dies too young, yes, that's always the thing. It's like, oh, he faked his death. Elvis, Tupac, uh, Tupac, yeah, um, Kurt Cobain. I- I've heard small things there. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's usually young artists. That, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a shame. Um, I but like. Okay, going back to that um, Chikara thing you mentioned. Yes. So, like, Chikara Wrestling, they end the company, and the villains are, like, on top as they end. Pretty much. But I remember hearing, uh, I don't know if it was, like, Quackenbush, the guy who ran Chikara, yeah. saying that, like, while they were off, he was, like, sending the characters out into the community and stuff. They were doing um, sideshows. Yeah. Were, they would have, like, four or five... In like different territories, it'd be like wrestling is fun. Wrestling is this, mm-hmm. and then towards the end when they were getting ready to come back, it was like smaller indie spot shows. Yeah, but they were getting the guys still rest, but not as much as the uh, guy. There's been a huge roster exodus right now, and pretty much everyone that is anyone that apart from a couple are gone. Right. Yeah. I remember hearing that he sent maybe like Ultramantis, like the. Who's like a? I guess whoever the big villain was, I can't remember who specifically. His name was uh, du- uh, Ducalian. He was uh, Chainsaw King something. Okay. He's like a lo- he's like a local NY worker. Okay, so he was going to like the hardcore fans who were really supportive. He yeah. went to their house. Yes. And knocked on their door like in character. Oh, they would have um, the whole thing was the big bad was like a corporation, and right. so what they would do is they would come around and knock around and ask. Ask some questions and stuff like that. Yeah, that's so strange. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, it it, it it went over the bar and it was great, but it was just they didn't have enough production to yeah really sell it. I really would have enjoyed like seeing that stuff. Yeah, like on video and not hearing about it after. Yeah, you know what I mean. So if they did something like that for Avengers, where it's like Thanos, whatever happens, I don't spoil it. Yeah. Whatever happens in the movie, and they continue that like through maybe like other movies or else. Yeah. Something cool like that outside so, the box. What would have been nice is there's people that have died in the movie who have movies announced. Okay. You know. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go for sport. So like Black Panther, Spider Man, mm-hmm. they disintegrated. <laughs> what would have been nice is if they changed the titles for the upcoming movies yeah. to like one of the side characters. 
That'd be cool. Or, like, they gave it to somebody else. So, like, War Machine instead of the Black Panther. Or just call it, yeah, or just call it, like, Wakanda. Wakanda or um, Aunt May. Yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah. And then, like, somewhere in the movie, he just shows up. And then when Avengers comes out, thing, and then at the end, just do, like, a big splash screen of Black Panther coming out this. Yeah. You know, that would have been perfect because of... Because people are... The one big criticism I see for the Avengers is, oh, they're not going to kill them. They've announced the movies. So they should have like, well, they're dead. And th- these are the titles of the movies. Yeah. Uh, Wakanda's about, you know, his royal family trying to find a new king. Uh-huh. Uh, Aunt May is about Aunt May living in a world as, as the Aunt of Spider-Man. Yeah, without Spider-Man. And we're introducing Miles Morales, if you, do, if you know who that is. No, I don't. <laughs> he's, uh, he's the replacement for Spider-Man. Okay. In... Uh, he died in the comics, and that was a replacement, oh. uh, based on Donald Glover. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I remember hearing about Donald Glover and the Spider-Man. Yeah, right? and yeah. Uh, I actually think that's a moment that broke Donald Glover, because he used to be known as the community guy, Yeah, and then he's slowly gone down in, into this dark person. Yeah. I don't know if it was, that it was always him, but that was kind of like the, the linchpin kind of thing, uh-huh. because... Yeah. When people start saying, "Oh, Black Spider-Man, that's stupid," yeah, you know, yeah. why, why can you know? It, that's when he kind of got angrier in his art and stuff like that. So I wonder if that was the reason that kind of switched him. Cause maybe, maybe like Chikara style. Maybe he's working it. <laughs> maybe, <he's>, yeah. <laughs> you know, he maybe is working it. Yeah, you know. Um, so anyway, um, we should do plugs. Okay, we should, uh, we're about fifty-five minutes right now. So. Okay. Um, this is coming out June the sixteenth uh, to the fifteenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what exact date, but sure. you know I'm doing these every two weeks <coughs> with uh, an episode in between. So if you have anything to plug, just uh, go right for it. So uh, every sick podcast comes out every Monday. I usually have a guest on Mondays. Um, usually comedians, wrestlers, actors, writers, friends, family. Uh, whoever I find entertaining, they come out every Monday. And then every Friday, I have a solo episode that lasts with like under 30 minutes where I just cover my week or cover cool stories or cover things that I may have talked about on the Monday show or something going on. Um, just interrupting. Uh, I have no idea how anyone can do like an hour and a half episode solo. I have no idea. I like uh, Chris D'Elia, Bilba, people like that. Theo Vaughn, have you heard Theo Vaughn? Uh, not yet, but I've, yeah. I've been looking into it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know how people can do that. And talk for an hour and keep it interesting without yelling at yourself. Yeah. Not having ideas. When I get between like 22 and 25, I'm like, this is going long. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. You're looking around. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's my fridge right now. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. So those Friday episodes uh, are usually under half an hour. Not because like I can't think of anything to talk about. I just want it to be like something quick, something yeah. just to keep the audience engaged. Because I found that... Um, Monday would happen, and then the downloads would drop off yes. by, like, a Friday, yeah. and then I'd have the weekend. But this way, I get to put out more content, and then downloads carry over, and it's, yeah. like, staying top of mind kind of thing. That, that is uh, my plan. I'm uh, Right now, I'm doing an episode like this every two weeks. Yeah. But to, just to keep in the loop, I'm mm-hmm. going to include, a um, like, a 20-minute solo episode episode where i mumble about whatever <laughs> yeah um and then i'm i'm looking like once i start meeting more people getting regular guests i'm pretty much gonna do it every week right so that is my plan yeah so. that's a good idea yeah um as far as plugs go i don't really have anything major you can hear the ever sick podcast uh season two of the digital jump podcast is uh almost done i think there's been maybe three episodes left so we do 12 episodes a season okay season two uh is just wrapping up got some big guests coming up for the Mm. season finale and then whether there's a season three i'm not exactly sure yet but uh you can hear me on ncifm radio ncifm.com there we go if you like country music (laughs) i'm not a fan so um when it comes to me for this podcast it's just gonna be like a soap opera. Just keeps going until yeah, yeah. until someone tells me to stop it. Yeah, that's how mine's gone too. Yeah, yeah. No, what? Somebody told me to stop once. Uh, a guy on Twitter because I said uh, Cody Rhodes sucks. Oh no! This wasn't even still in WWE, and I never got the Cody Rhodes hype. Yeah, I still yeah. kind of don't. Yeah. But some, I said I can't even watch Cody Rhodes, and then some like random fan, Co- uh, 
Cody Rhodes is the best. Like, at Cody Rhodes is the best. Oh. He messaged me. He's like, you should stop doing podcasting. Have you, have you ever seen uh, those Instagram accounts for, like, Pacific wrestlers? Yeah. And they are fierce. Yeah. Cody.Rhodes.Fans. Yeah. Especially, yeah. like, the Bellas or something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Vicious, man. And it's Vicious. hilarious, though, because it's like, it's this great picture of one of the uh, of their star. And then all the time in the uh, the bl- little blurb is, I have depression today. I don't want to go to school. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, that has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, thanks to Nikki Bella for inspiring me yeah. to keep going. It doesn't even thank her for it. It's just like, I don't feel good. <laughs> My period came today. <laughs> stuff like that. I'm like, stop. Yeah, stop. Please yeah. don't drag Nikki Bella into your period. Yeah. We don't want to, I don't want to know about your period when I'm thinking, Trying to jack it to Nikki Bella, which I don't. <laughs> which you don't wink. Is she like winking into the microphone? I am literally winking. But yeah, um, yeah. Thank you for coming. Uh, I'm just gonna do my own shit right now. Yes, sir. Take it uh, away. So uh, follow me on Twitter at Beaver1985, uh, Instagram BeaverJMM. Um, uh, we're on iTunes. We just got on Stitcher, and then um, follow us on Facebook at Beaver Does Movies. Um, Thank you very much, Stefan, for uh, showing up. Thanks for Beaver Does Movies. Yep. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yes. Bye.